Hi, this is Heather Collins. This is Jen Davis. Hatton Littman. Casey Wolf. Cassandra Cox. This is Anna Berg from Grass Range, Montana. Missoula, Montana. Bozeman, Montana. Forest Grove, Montana. And you're listening to Listen First. Listen First. Listen First. And you are listening to Listen First, Montana. This is Chantelle Schieffer, and you are listening to Listen First Montana. Today, we are continuing a special series of our podcast of 20 questions with our staff. In celebration of our 20th year, we've put together 20 questions that we've asked all of our staff members to, to share with our listeners. And today, I have the pleasure of visiting with Cassandra Cox. Hi, Cassandra. <laughs> Hi, how are you? Great. How are you today? We're doing good. Good. Cassandra is our youth program coordinator, which is a new position that we have created as we explore what is possible in youth development in Montana and where Leadership Montana can play a role. So you've been spending the last nine months or so really exploring what leadership experiences exist in Montana right now and what opportunities there might be for Leadership Montana, right? Yeah, I have. It's been a very interesting and eye-opening experience. It's been very fascinating to research all of the existing programs and what's available and what programs exist outside of our state that might be interesting to collaborate with as we look into leadership opportunities for youth across our wonderful state of Montana. What has surprised you as you've been doing this research? I think the insightfulness of all of the youth across the state. I think a lot of times people discredit youth and don't give them as much of a say as maybe they should be given. It's been very fascinating and interesting to read all of the answers we've collected from one of our surveys that ask youth what kind of opportunities they already have, kind of gauging um, what kind of needs are need to be met across the state. And their advice to us which was one of our questions, is very deep and thoughtful. And it's just inspiring to know that they do know what they want. They just don't have the opportunity to get what they need. Mm. Well, I'm excited to explore more about what they need and how we can help them with that. So we are here in Helena. It is March 2022. We are in a beautiful forested setting, having a staff retreat, our first retreat that you've been a part of. And we are kicked back with tea and cupcakes right now, sitting on a couch, <laughs> looking out into some beautiful snowy trees. How has the last day been for you here with the team? It's been really nice. It's been relaxing, as weird as that is to say. We're getting a lot done, but at the same time, it's just kind of nice to just relax with the team and hear all of their great ideas and just listen to what's on their hearts and minds. All right. You ready to dig into 20 questions? Oh, yeah. Bring it on. All right. <laughs> Number one, what do you love about your job? I love the opportunity to give someone else an opportunity to make a difference in the world. I love the fact that this gives me the chance to create something in which youth will be able to grow and develop their own skill set in a way that I didn't have the opportunity to be a part of, and I will be giving something to them that they can use for the rest of their lives. Wow, that's so altruistic. Yeah, thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> Number two, if you could travel anywhere in the world, where would you go? Norway. Um, <laughs> I've heard, and I'm not sure if it's true, but I've heard that where I live, the Forest Grove area, is very similar in landscape to the Norwegian landscape. And because I've been told that, I've always wondered whether that's true or not. So I just want to see if that's an actual reality or if that's just something that's been said for so many generations that's become a truth. 
Oh, how interesting. Are you Norwegian? Do you have Norwegian yes, mis- I do. heritage? Yeah. Both sides of my family. Okay. What was your favorite subject in school? Ooh, I really liked grammar. As weird as that sounds, I liked making speeches. Well, yes. <laughs> I was homeschooled, so <laughs> like my grammar was um, making a whole bunch of speeches and things like that for my mom and, of course, proofreading. I like editing and proofreading and making words fit together. It's just, it makes me happy. <laughs> what was a, a topic of one of the speeches that you wrote? Ooh, one of my favorite speeches was actually my retiring address that I gave this past summer. And it was just kind of a speech about all of the things that I have learned from a past organization I was a part of and everything that it had impacted me and how I had been able to give back and kind of it was like a motivating speech and it was motivating both to myself and very moving and I was afraid I was going to cry during it and I did during the first time I gave it and then when I got up on that stage and I began giving it <clears throat> it was just I I don't have words it was it was the best thing I had ever been able to do. That sounds back. really powerful. It was. Number four, tell us about your family. Do you have a big family, a small family? Um, I would say medium-sized family. Um, I am one of four kids. I have three younger brothers. So as I love to tell people, it's never quiet in my house. There's always something going on. There's always noise being made. And when it's quiet, it's honestly very weird for me. And <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> <laughs> so what is it like being here in this cabin where it's kind of quiet a little bit? Does it feel weird? It's a little bit weird. Yeah. yeah. It's like you there's not some... as much activity as normal. It's just like, hmm, all right. Well, okay. <laughs> you need a little more chaos. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Number five, what genres of music do you like best? And do you have a favorite song? Ooh, I am definitely a country girl. I do like my country genre. Um, as for a favorite song currently, I don't know if I have one favorite song. I have a lot of different songs that I like, and they kind of span a whole variety of country music. So I guess my top three would be um, Midnight in Montgomery by Alan Jackson, um, One Man Band by Old Dominion, and then Fired Up by Jonah Prill. So it's a whole variety. Awesome. <laughs> How do you spend your free time? Oh, my free time is spent working on a ran- our family ranch and taking care of calves since it is calving season, which is a very stressful time of the year. But at the same time, it's kind of nice to see all of the new life and the baby calves bouncing around. And yeah. Other than that, I also I also play hockey and co-ed volleyball, and I coach a parliamentary procedure team. So, you wow, know. what is that like? <laughs> um, it's it's very interesting. It's very detail oriented, which isn't always my strong suit. I like to kind of focus on the bigger picture. I'm not a huge detail person, um, so it kind of brings out that detailed side that each thing needs to be a specific way and it's just it's one of the few things that I really enjoy the structure of nice all right number seven are you a morning person or a night person 
a night person, 100%. <laughs> Number eight, what is your favorite food or meal? Ooh, I really like supreme nachos. Very good. I like nachos too. Yeah. They're like the perfect food, right? They are. Yeah. It's, it's not very formal. It's just like a very casual meal. And I really like that casual. And they're very social, right? Yeah, like, it's very, yeah. You got to have people around to eat nachos. You have to have friends and huh. be surrounded, yeah. Number nine, what's a fun fact about you we should know? I guess I play hockey and it is, I'm highly competitive and it is one of those few things that I play it not because I win during it, but because of the release it gives me. It just kind of, it's so highly competitive and so aggressive that all of those emotions like um just kind of flow onto the ice and you can just skate through them oh i love that skate through them (laughs) i can see that the way you just visualized that for me was was really cool yeah number 10 what is your favorite movie or tv show my favorite tv show is the a-team like the og a-team like yep like mr t yeah mr t and yeah (laughs) <laughs> that is probably my favorite tv show i don't i don't know i just i love it <laughs> the creativity that they had to use to get out of situations and I just kind of look at it and you're like i would never be able to do that i don't know how they do it but interesting i, I, I want to know how it works like i want to know how you practically can carry that out that's awesome number 11 what is your leadership philosophy be the leader that you would want to follow I think that kind of sums up how I view leadership in every aspect. Like, if you wouldn't, if I wouldn't want to follow you, then why would you want to follow me if Mm -hmm. I'm not being a good, if I wouldn't want to follow myself? There's so much self-awareness in that statement. Number 12, what is your biggest pet peeve? (laughs) All right, this is, (laughs) this is very random and a little bit really picky, um, but... During parliamentary procedure, when you're going through your meetings, um, when you go to make, present an item of business and make a motion, um, saying, I make a motion to, instead of, I move to, is a huge pet peeve of mine. And it's one of those few things that it just, I try not to, because I know that not everybody knows that. So I try not to, but it's really, really really hard for me to not react that's funny because i have the same reaction too when i'm in a like a formal business meeting and someone says i motion to like no you don't you move yes yes yep i i i I feel this with you yeah yeah because you're moving to do something you're not making something happen right all right number 13 what is your favorite holiday i would have to say the fourth of july i like the excitement of the holiday and I like the warm weather and being outside and being surrounded by friends and family and having a really good time and mm-hmm. just hanging out together all day. I love that. Eating nachos? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Watermelon. Watermelon and nachos. <laughs> Fireworks. Yep. Number 14, where did you grow up? I grew up in Forest Grove, Montana, which I love to say is a real life ghost town. We have three residents who live within our town and fun fact we used to have a railroad come through our through forest grove and it was such a big town that we had 
five grocery stores at one point, and we actually had to create a high school in Forest Grove because so many of there were so many kids in the area that sending them to high school in Lewistown or in Grass Range was impractical because there were so many of them. So they built their own high school in Forest Grove, which is very rare. It is awesome. Yeah. Number 15, what is a skill that you would like to learn? I would like to be able to cook better. I love baking and I'm really good at baking, but for some reason that does not translate over to cooking. So I would love to become better at cooking and actually having meals that aren't burnt. (laughs) (laughs) I think they are two very different skill sets. I am really really good at cooking. I love cooking and I can put together unique or, you know, original recipes, but I cannot bake. It's too precise. We should. It's too precise. It's like chemistry, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's too, that's too much science for me. All right. What do you value most in a friend? I think being a confidant. Just when I, when I feel comfortable enough to open up to you, like to be able to like not share that, to like keep that personal. So I just think like that level of trust and respectfulness to just realize that I do not share with everyone and I don't like being very open. I like to kind of keep things to myself. Um, Just that level of trust and confidence that they will maintain that trust. I think that's a really important trait in a friend. Do you see that in in friends that are close to you? Yes. Yeah, for sure. What is something about the future that brings you hope? I think the youth of our country bring me hope. Um, yes, I realize that we are different and that the generation even after me is even different, more different than I am. But at the same time, they are trying to make change. They are trying to do things to better themselves. And that gives me hope. And the fact that they want to do something with their lives gives me hope. Mm. You know, I ask that question to everyone and often it is that same answer it is it is our our youth which you definitely fall into that category of (laughs) what brings me hope is you know seeing people like you coming into the workforce and ready to do things differently yes that feels really good to me yes what brings you joy close friends Mm -hmm. people that I can rely on and having Having fun, being able to have fun together in a safe way. Mm -hmm. That brings me joy. What would you title your autobiography? (laughs) I have two options, and I love both of them equally. Um, One would be Into the Unknown, and the other would be Lost in Montana. Oh, I love both of those. (laughs) I know, I do too. I really like Into the Unknown because I... I love jumping into things without completely knowing what I'm getting into. Like if I know what you believe and what you stand for, I might just jump in with you and start rowing before I completely know all of the details. As long as you're passionate about what I'm passionate about, I want to jump in and support you and help drive that. So I I do jump into the un. I go into the unknown all the time and I like exploring new things and figuring new things out. 
And then for my lost in Montana, it's because I'm always lost and (laughs) I love Montana (laughs) and I love being, I love being lost in Montana because there's so many different things you can find and there's so many different opportunities Mm -hmm. and there's so many different things to love about our state. Mm -hmm. It's so unique. That concept of just jumping into the unknown, I've certainly seen you do that with us here at Leadership Montana as we're like developing, you know, this potential new program. We're like, we have no idea what this role is going to be, but we're just going to figure it out as we go along. Yep. yep. And you've done such a great job with that. It's been amazing. Oh, good. (laughs) All right. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for in your life? So when the history books are writing the chapter on Cassandra Cox, what is it going to say? And I realize you're, what, 18? 19. 19. And this is a, probably a really hard question to answer, but I feel like you've got a good one. Yes. I, I don't know if I want to be remembered. I want those that I have been able to help empower to be remembered. I don't necessarily want to have my name in the history books. I want my legacy to be someone else's legacy. I want someone else to be able to take whatever whatever I have been able to teach them and make it so much better so that they are remembered more than I am. Wow. I'm speechless. You are such an impressive leader. Having you on this team these last nine months has been so rewarding for all of us. And watching you kind of come in with this bright light and this passion for this work of youth leadership and the future of Montana and the future of our country has inspired not just me, not just our staff, but our participants that get to see you in our, our adult programming and see that we are actively working towards, you know, building bridges across generations has inspired us all to be and do more and be more. So thank you for that. Thank you. Is there anything else you'd like to say? Um, do we want to do cheers with our... Cheers <laughs> to the future. <laughs> thank you, Cassandra. Yep, of course. Thanks to Chantel Schieffer and Leadership Montana Youth Program Coordinator Cassandra Cox for that fantastic conversation on this special episode of Listen First Montana, celebrating the 20-year anniversary of Leadership Montana. And of course, thanks to you for listening in. If you've enjoyed today's show and want to support Listen First Montana, please tell a friend about the show or post your favorite episode on social media. Those small steps can really help us connect these stories to more listeners. Our music is from Blue Dot Sessions. We'll see you soon with our next episode. Until then, thanks for listening to Listen First, Montana.